This episode is powered by Poddex. Go to www.poddex.com and use the code TBL10 to get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Once again, that's www.poddex.com. Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. It knows it like it's able to measure like how much breathing resistance it's getting. So it knows like if there's a leak or if I'm not breathing enough, so it needs to pump more air. But it can also detect when it's been like removed. Does so it? so it'll turn itself off. Huh. And it'll tell me and I it feeds to an it feeds to an app on my phone and it's like, okay, so you actually used it for it's okay, well I slept nine hours, but I used it for five and a half. So at some point it came off. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the but. fucking super glue that shit. <laughs> well, it was the only it was the only uh, the only um, mask that would fit my giant fucking head. <laughs> you do have a fucking big head. I dude. do have a big fucking head. Wearing hats is a bitch. Um, I don't even wear hats. I wear tubs. <laughs> <laughs> I had to it, uh, and it's one that just only goes under my nose because none, uh, none of the ones that fit around my face I can wear because I have facial hair, so it won't seal. Uh, and then I had to try five different masks and then five different nose pieces to find one that would actually fit. So they like, when you try those on, do they like set up to like put you in like a, like a dressing room? Be like, okay, try this one on. I'll come out. <laughs> she did like, she'd leave. She'd bring one in. She'd put on the head. She'd adjust it. It's like, okay, how do you, th- how does it feel? If I do this No, Okay. We'll take that one off. And it was like an eighties movie where it's like in the, the, the musical montage shaking the head yeah. and then one comes out and everybody thumbs up yeah <laughs> and then you're like what the fuck and then, and then you're like oh wait a second walking on sunshine <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like not even that was somebody orgasming in that song and go oh 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 I think that's how the song goes I don't fucking know everybody, everybody knows walking on it's, it's one of those songs everybody knows the walking on sunshine nobody knows the other lyrics to that fucking song it's like Cotton Eye Joe everybody knows where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Captain and Joe? What are the other words to that song? Anybody know? Because blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's a good fucking point. Yeah. Fuck. Um. So yeah. So you had a, you had a good weekend. Uh. Uh. You, were you hosting? Or were you were you just featuring? featuring you were featuring. featuring for what for Wendy Ferguson? Yeah, Wendy. Wendy is like a really good friend of mine. She's fucking hilarious and doesn't give like the oh, credit she, she deserves. Best. Yeah, she's fucking great. She's like two eight a dwarf yeah. and. <laughs> It's Which so funny because my grandma, huh? it's a great gimmick. Oh yeah. Well, it's so funny because my, my great grandma was like four, eight. Right. Yeah. And my, my grandma came up to me. She's like, so you're hosting for Wendy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. She's like, well, tell grandma that, you know, tell her that your great grandma's four, eight. And I was like, okay. okay. I was like, well, like, okay, why does that? Hey, Wendy, my grandma's was, twice as tall as you. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, she's two, eight. So, <laughs> and my grandma was like, oh, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, she, uh, I remember her, her and. Joe Young, and I forget who else was involved, did some videos at DATV a few years back. I probably Luke Capasso, probably. I think it was probably like, it was, it was like Wendy travel, yeah, like fake yeah, the world yeah. tra- and that was some funny shit. God, she's so fucking funny. I always used to, because when we did that, that, uh, that Christmas sh- toy drive show, I used to think it would be funny as fuck if in that giant present box, like if we got Wendy to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she just jumped out of the box. It's like, Wendy Ferguson, and just the box just opens, and she just fucking comes out of it. I won't tell you her opener. Her opener is, like, the best fucking opener, I think, on ever. Whenever she does a show, I wish I could tell it, but since it's her joke, I'm not. Yeah. But she has, like, the best fucking over opener for her size, like, how tall she is. Yeah. And I'm just like, ha, ha, God. 
Damn, that's good. You know what pisses me off? I've never actually met her in person. Really? In six years of living here. I've We've never been at uh, at Wiley's at the same time. Wow. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I it's complete. I was thinking about that when 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 I saw the post about the show over the weekend, and I was like, I've never actually fucking like met went son of a bitch. Well, she's never headlined Wiley's. She's never actually headlined Wiley's for a weekend. Really? She's headlined like like one night shows or whatever, but okay. she's never done the whole weekend. And I was, yeah, it, it was weird. So I was like, all yeah, right, I've never been there at the same time as her. That's fucking, and it just, it just hit me that that was true. And I was like, six years. It is weird. Yeah. I like how you like know comics, but you've never met them. Yeah. Well, because yeah. especially because there's such, it, it's, it's such a trend on Facebook for guys in our circle. It's like we see a name pop up and says, you have 30 mutual friends. Who? Oh, all the Dayton comics. Yeah. yeah. And then you just add them anyway because <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> my favorite one, my favorite ones are like the hot, the hot chicks that send you Facebook things oh, yeah. and like you're like oh you have 13 i was like because you know it's a fake profile i'm like right. what one of my friends <laughs> fell for this and every single time i'm like yep i kind of figured it would be you uh, you usually you. luke capasa <laughs> <laughs> every time i'm like huh all right uh-huh. or don because don will just add everybody i know and then <laughs> i think all of them are russian spies every single one of them i don't know why i just feel like they're re- or they're trying to get my credit card information but i like fucking with them too <laughs> oh it's great well my thing was like Kyle Steele's been doing that. Have you seen yeah, his posts yeah, on yeah, Facebook? Yeah. He fucks with them. <laughs> they fuck on my 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 comedy page, my comedian, not my personal page, but my comedy page. Right. They messaged me on there too. No shit. And so one girl was like, "Hey, baby," and I was like, "I'm a man." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, it's just a greeting." And I was like, "Like I said, I'm a man." And she was like, "And nothing ever since." <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder sometimes, like, just how automated those things are. But also, like, that AI technology these days has gotten so fucking smart that, it, it, you know, with the, with the predictive predictive answers and shit like that, they know kind of, like, how kind of how to respond. But you can get them stuck in a loop, and that's the funniest shit. Uh, where it goes crazy, where you're like, no, you give me your credit card information. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Trapped in a paradox and, and uh, hear a fucking explosion somewhere in town. <laughs> But the show, the shows went well this weekend. Well, Fridays was like everybody did up and down. Mm-hmm. But it's like one of those shows. I don't like blaming the audience on everything. But like, host was like, eh. I would, my set was like, eh. Like, and then Wendy's the same way. And like, it's like when you, well, especially Wendy, because she's so funny. But when she does a joke that I know that kills, like I've never seen it not kill. Mm-hmm. And then they go, eh. I'm like, oh. Yeah. This isn't even our, this is just the audience. It's just whatever funk is in the room. Yeah, it was or, really weird. Like, you could feel like, the next day I talked to her, I was like, did, did like, the the show feel, the room feel tense before the show? She was like, yeah. And I was like, that's what, I got that feeling too. I sometimes think you can also judge that just based on the enthusiasm and like the clapping at the start of the show. Yeah. If the clapping feels polite, Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a rough room. Yeah, agreed. If, if it feels like loud and enthusiastic and fast paced, probably going to do pretty good unless you just suck. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you can usually when when whenever the whenever you know Karen or whoever goes on the mic and you know and says, here's your host, you know, and they're like, yeah, and you kind of like, you, you kind of get golf claps. You're just kind of like, oh, it's going to be a rough night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I well Friday well Friday that's what kind of felt like the golf clap. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night fucking show was amazing 
like everybody. Keith Irvin hosted it great. I featured like my set was great. When oh, he, Keith, Keith, Keith was hosting. Yeah, well, Keith, Gary Henry hosted first show Saturday, Friday. Okay, for show Friday. But what happened? Something happened. Personal thing, and he literally couldn't make it. Like okay. it was just like out of the blue. So we had Keith host, and uh, Keith had a great set. He set up perfectly. I had a great set. I don't know, good, great. I don't know what. Like, it was a good, great set. Whatever. Yeah. Like no really any lulls or anything like that. But what I loved about my set was. Two people complained to management <laughs> about my material. And I was like, yes, comedy's back, baby. They like, just didn't like my material. Like, I, they Jesus. were offended. And I'm like, you're fucking out of... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I talk about shit that you're not supposed right. to like, talk. Like, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that you're one of your one or two of your jokes offended somebody. Yeah, no, and I totally get that. Like, I've been waiting for it. Yeah. I've been totally waiting for it. But, you know, that happened. Um, but now that I mean, like, I'm sitting there like... I. That was a good, great set, and uh, got off the stage. People were like, "Yeah!" When I got off, blah blah this and that. Then I go out on the thing. I was like, uh, "So how did it, like you know blah blah blah?" Has, and this is the first time I've ever been like, "So has anybody ever been a, like was somebody offended by my jokes?" Right. I don't know why. I've never asked that, but I had a feel. I just had a feeling for whatever reason. Right. And like, yeah, there's actually a couple that came out. <laughs> they they hated your material. They were super offended by one of your your jokes, wow. and I think that was, I think it was the abortion joke. Which one? <laughs> okay, yeah, which one? So I do my my abortion jokes go like this. I was like, I'm atheist. Uh-huh. But I do pray mm-hmm. when I don't pull out on time. <laughs> I pray she gets an abortion. <laughs> and then usually that gets last. And so I'm like, oh, I was like, if you don't like that joke, you're going to fucking love the next two. <laughs> and so and I go, I get more aggressive with it. And I have a birthmark. It's a scar on my stomach from the hanger my mom used. Oh, I know that one. Oh. <laughs> if you don't like that joke, blame my mom. <laughs> if she would have succeeded, you would have never heard it. And I get him right there. And if anybody's not on board at that point, and this is where I crack yeah. him. I say, you guys know how hard it is to tell two abortion jokes in a row? <laughs> Really fucking hard because <laughs> nobody wants you to keep them. <laughs> and that if by that point, if nobody, everybody's on board. Yeah. Like everybody's like, I even had a person that like fucking hates abortion jokes to go, God damn it. You got me. Like he literally came up to me. He's like, you got me in that last one. I fucking laughed hysterically. That's so fucking, that's great. But they gave her, they gave the couple free tickets to like a new show, another oh, show, great. which would be hilarious if I was also on. Oh my God. I hope so. <laughs> me too. They need to like track the reservations and see like if that couple reserves seats yeah. again be like book Mike on that show <laughs> let him headline <laughs> I did like 30 35 minutes first time I've ever done that at like a club that's like, probably, that oh, wow that's club. real good yeah so now Wendy killed it crushed it uh they the couple even came up to Wendy after the show I was like you need to get like we liked everybody but that middle guy you need to get rid of him and she, she was like no he's my dude that's <laughs> great <laughs> Oh, that's great! And then who was who? Did, was there was there a because uh, it was Easter? Did they not have a uh, Wiley Sunday? Was no, Wiley Sunday is because of Easter, right? Okay, like that so yeah, it was. I mean, it was a fun weekend. I had good good times. Did you do anything for your family? Do anything for Easter? I went over to my my aunt's. Everybody yeah. else is pretty much vaccinated. Oh, cool. Uh, me and my wife wore our masks the entire time. You guys still haven't gotten yours? We're both half vaccinated. Okay, yeah, I got yeah. my first one on Saturday. Yeah, I got my. Did you get Pfizer or Johnson? Pfizer. 
So I, what I'm starting to learn is the Pfizer, the second shot is not as bad as the, the Mordana, 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 um, Moderna, Moderna. Yeah. So I'm from what I understand, Moderna, like the second shot, people get really sick on, like they have really bad side effect, like, right. like normal, prototypical, but sure. Pfizer, it's not nearly as bad. Yeah. I, I got the shot. You know, they have you go sit there for 15 minutes. And I was just kind of like shaking my arm. I was like, it felt it felt a little heavy, a little heavy, yeah. you know, but nothing bad. And then I was fine for a few hours. And then about halfway through my shift at work, my arm just felt achy, especially like right there in the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't sleep on that arm that night. And then kind of all day yesterday. But by the time I went to bed, it felt fine. And now it's. Yeah, I had the arm pain for like a little bit, really didn't sleep on the arm. Um that's really about it. I mean, I yeah. felt like I couldn't tell if I was lethargic just because I was just tired in general, like yeah. a little bit, but I was just like, meh. I was, I, I was yawning a bit more yesterday, but I was also one of those, like it's either the shot or I'm well, like, still getting the sleep thing unfucked. But well, I like the weird thing I got it on, like, I can't remember what day I got. Like yeah. I got it on Thursday and I think like Friday is like, I just felt kind of like blah all day. Yeah. So I don't know if that was a shot or I just felt blah all day, but no, like in my second shot, on the 24th. Oh, that's what I'm getting mine. So, super. Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, there's a place down by where I live. Okay. Like, Kettering Medical Center, like, open up, like, this place. Yeah, because uh, I went on their website, and they had, like, the five places you can sign up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's, I went to the one over in Beaver Creek. Okay, that was, I didn't, yeah. like, literally the one's, like, not even, like, a mile from my house. It's like, oh. Oh, cool. Well, See, I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, because they have one over right there in Kettering, but I'm literally like at the halfway point between the Kettering one and the Beaver Creek one. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck it. Who's got the, who's got the earliest appointment. All right, Is cool. It, <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, I think it's really cool, but I don't know. Like it was so organized, like how they yeah. had it. It was like a, a, a machine that was just like, boom. I, my, my appointment was at one. I was in my car by one twenty. Yeah. I felt like my, mine was at, my appointment was at two. I got there at, my appointment was at two twenty. I got there at two. Mm-hmm. I got out at like two twenty five. No, two thirty one. Yeah, yeah. It was, was it was so weird. Yeah, because they they got in. They had me double mask, which I was like, cool, whatever. Um, they checked me in, got the shot, went and sat for fifteen minutes, and then I was out the door. There yeah. wasn't super crowded or anything, but they were moving people out of there like you know Taco Bell shits. So it, it was, was crazy, dude. Yeah, it's like damn, this is like put together super fast. And at first I was like, could they at least put a TV on? But then I was out of there so quick. I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like I was expecting to wait like an hour or two. Like that's oh, legit. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I scheduled mine as early as I did. Cause I was like, I'm going to need like a three hour window before work to make sure I'm good. And I like had packed my lunch and had all my shit in my car ready to go to work. And then I was out of there in 20 minutes and I was like, Oh, well, you're like, well, uh, um, never mind. Uh, ended up just going to work early. That was wild. I thought it was crazy. Like it, it was, it was very impressive how fast they got it going. Yeah. I just can't get wait to get the second one so I can go out and do heroin again. Yeah, people. I uh, I was actually I was gonna go up the weekend the twenty fourth. My mom's going to get my bring my brother home from Kent State because they're bringing him over spring break and then just having him stay home the rest of the semester. Mm. So we were gonna go up and like spend it with my grandparents, but then that's when my second shot is, and I was like, oh fuck, never mind. Yeah. But they're also already already completely vaccinated. Oh, your so. grandparents are. Oh yeah, well they're you know old. So yeah, <laughs> and then my little brother. Kent State just set up their vaccination center, but they're only doing the two shots. And so he could get his first shot there, but then they wouldn't he wouldn't be able to get his second shot there. Mm-hmm. And he kinda he wants to do them at the same place. So he's just waiting until he gets back in town. Gotcha. My sister's being paranoid about it. Like she doesn't she's like she's not sure if she wants to get it or not. Um, and my my entire family is just kind of looking at her like 
Really? <laughs> I get the only thing I don't like about, because me and my wife are trying to have kids, obviously. Right. Um, they, there's not enough study on what it does to women that are pregnant. Gotcha. That's literally it. So have you guys put a pause on that for the time being or? Yeah. 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 So that's literally like, you're like, like if I get the vaccine, like, because it's, they haven't had enough time to study that. Right. Yeah. So it's literally like. Because that's such a, that's such a niche group to do studies yeah. on. You like literally like, what if you're pregnant? Like yeah. if you get pregnant while. Because you have to get a bunch of pregnant women who are willing to take the rest <laughs> yeah. and fuck up their kid or them. And that's, yeah, that's a hard. But yeah. everything, like I've researched the chef, everything, and I yeah. see no issue with that. Was the only, that's literally the only group that doesn't have yeah. like a. My sister's problem is she's just, she's a little bit of a hypochondriac. Yeah. And she's, she, she's got like stress and anxiety issues. And uh, um, so she kind of, she kind of stresses herself out about shit. So I think that's probably got a lot to do with it is just, she's just like blah, 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 unknown side effects. And that just sends her spiraling. So I'm just kind of like. Whatever, fine. I'll wait till there's a single dose in the pill form. I'm just gonna fucking drug your food or some shit. <laughs> I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna have to take the shot every single year. Oh, it's gonna this is gonna be the new flu shot. Yeah. Which okay, as long as my insurance covered, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll figure out down the road how to make it better and better. Well, because they've been studying the, the the there's a reason that right away they were like, Hey, Lysol wipes kill the coronavirus because this shit's been around a long time it's just this strain as different is fucking different but it's still a coronavirus so they're able to like they didn't have to create special lysol wipes it was already a thing yeah Google. can we just lysol our bodies <laughs> it's, it cracks me up for as much googling as some of the fucking anti-vaxxers do it's like but you didn't google this shit yeah you were you were there you, you just kept reading yeah <laughs> it, was the, it was the next story but no, they they Google it and then skip to page twenty. <laughs> we get to page twenty on Google's where you get the obscure shit. The, like if you know if you vaccinate your kids, they become elephants. If you use a condom, you are automatically an Al Qaeda. No way. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Yep, you're killing Americans. You're killing possible American souls. Uh, John Oliver this week was talking about uh, the national like how fucking high the national deficit is and. Uh, because I think 10 trillion of it is just our national debt. And then the other, because it's over 28 trillion. Oh, God. Yeah. So 10, 10, of, 10 of that is just national debt. The other 18 is what we owe to like fucking China and all that. China. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, was this, there was this commercial for like the people, these like promotional ads about, you know, being like, you know, trying to solve the debt. And it was these kids doing the Pledge of Allegiance. They're like, I pledge allegiance to the American debt and the, and the country of China that owns us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fucking true. They do. They yeah. we owe them so much fucking money. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of folks like because and, and you know because I was still a kid when this shit got started, but it wasn't like because people like to blame it on just the military spending that we had post nine eleven. But it wasn't just the military spending. It was the fact that they increased military spending and cut taxes. Mm -hmm. So you're increasing something we need tax money for and you're reducing how much tax money is coming in. That really fucked And me. then they had that stimulus. Remember that? I don't know if you were... The, um, I can't remember what it was called back the, then. The one where they bailed out the uh, the banks and shit? Yeah, was that 2008? Cause, yeah. Because Americans I, got it too. Yeah, like, I was working at the radio station when that happened. I can't remember yeah. how much I got, but we also got... But we borrowed all that money from China. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah because they bailed out like... Uh, like all all the big banks, Fuck all, big banks. and fucking I think the weren't the airlines a part of that too. I 
don't remember, but I guess, I don't, no, fuck Big Bang. So yeah. I'm going to say that. Um, everybody used the Chase mobile app. Uh, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I go to PNC. <laughs> nah, just bag, bag of money under the mattress. That's what they're afraid of. Like, because I mean, with the the GameStop and the fucking AMC and like the mm-hmm. like, they're afraid that's going to happen again. Well, they're going to bank bank and they're going to cause hedge funds to fucking completely yeah. get obliterated. There's already a documentary about that on Hulu. Is there that the GameStop shit? I haven't watched Dude, it it's yet. Fucking but. you more you read into that shit. <laughs> Fucked up. Well, th- and then you read in, they actually, hedge funds is the ones that caused Toys R Us to go bankrupt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that shit because I, I was pissed. They were the whole, they wanted, because the part, the point is, when you short a stock, they short so much. If you bankrupt the company, you don't have to pay any taxes. Exactly. It's 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 the producers. It's what happened in the producers. You overborrow, overborrow money and then you just have no profits. So... Fuck it. You don't have to keep, you know, you don't have to give any of that money back. As far as they're concerned, the thing was a flop. It's hard, but it's also one of those things is it's companies like Toys R Us. And granted, I didn't know about this at the time, but that's what made me so afraid to play the stocks for so long. It's because uh-huh. I saw companies like Toys R Us. And because when I got out of college is when Hostess went under. Oh, yeah. And I was like, shit, if a company like Hostess can go under. Now, granted, it was because of labor strikes, but. But when they came, but then they eventually came back and I was running the grocery store at Walmart. But I remember like they, they've been cutting corners ever since they came back because they changed all their recipes. Their shit got smaller. Oh, I've noticed that. Um, but that's what made me so afraid to play stocks for the longest time was seeing these huge companies like Hostess go belly up. And I was like, well, fuck, if you invested in Hostess, that company should should have lasted for fucking Twinkies, man. Come on. Well, here, here's the wild thing. I don't, I don't know how long we want to talk about this, but here's the wild Fuck thing. Fuck it. <laughs> so movies. That's our show. Yeah. So here's the thing. Movies are a thing right now. Like movies were really bad last year. Yeah. Uh, just because of COVID. Um, and any movie was like a, it basically right now in the stocks, you pick things that you think are going to be recovery play. Yeah. Like, okay, they're this bad. They're only going to, well, Cinemark is a Cinemark, Cinemark. Uh, which one? I just a, it's a comp it's a movie company. Cinemark. Cinemark's one of the big theater chains. Yeah, yeah. Cinemark, IMAX. Yeah. They've gradually gone up over. Yeah. No negative articles about them at all. Nope. AMC mm-hmm. because the hedge funds have been shorting them so much. Yeah. Completely, utterly negative article after yeah. negative article. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: it, it, it was it was two things. It was that, and it was also the fact that they were that they were the ones who were, um. Who had said because Universal had said they were going to start doing the thing where we're going to drop our movies on streaming the same day they go to theaters and AMC said, fine, we're not going to carry your movies anymore. Yeah. And then that started to piss people off. And but yeah, the hedge fund thing, especially. Well, one guy wrote it should be a penny stock. Oh, sh- yeah. yeah. <laughs> he works for hedge funds. And you're like, yeah, like how like my, my, my whole thing was like, how are IMAX and Cinemark or whatever? Yeah. They've gone from this since the pandemic all the way to where they're at in like the twenties, yeah. high twenties, and because AMC because it was shorted so much mm-hmm. that it's like oh. they, they they saw no hope basically. Well, because they were talking about too, they were talking about how AMC was probably not going to survive, which because it was sh- they shorted they the shorted. Sh- yeah. shit out of it, yeah, because they just wanted their money. Well, and a lot a lot of people were also thinking that. Um, post pandemic that theaters would be fucked anyway because everybody would get so used to streaming everything they wouldn't want to go back to the theater i think but well but here's the thing is is theaters are back to like i think like 40 percent capacity right now depending where you're at yeah. depending where you're at well god 
Godzilla vs. Kong came out over the weekend. They dropped it on HBO Max and released it in theaters. It made a fuckload of money in theaters. I know. Which just makes me realize people still want to go to the theater. I think ultimately you still want to see that big screen. I do. Yeah. That's why I haven't watched it yet. I mean, um, I'm gonna, but yeah, I want to see Godzilla versus Kong on a big fucking screen. Well, I think what's going to happen, I think because Disney and Disney Plus talk about doing yeah. a Black Widow, but now they're thinking about on just on streaming. Yeah. But I think now they're going to do both because like if fucking Godzilla versus Kong yeah. did that well. Black Widow definitely will. It's, yeah. a, it's a Marvel well, movie. Adam, Adam Aaron is the CEO mm-hmm. of AMC. And now they call people, I guess I would say me, because I'm so invested in AMC. <laughs> right. And the meme sucks. They call us apes. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, you know, and then he knows if it wasn't for like the Reddit, mm-hmm. Wall Street bets and like that community, mm-hmm. AMC wouldn't. He knows that. Yeah. He's flat out. And during the interview, he's like, I'm I'm more of an ape guy myself. Like, I'm not a lizard guy. Like, I'm an, I'm like an oh, ape dude. Jesus. <laughs> he's all I about. Ain't no, I ain't no scab. <laughs> yeah. He's all about, like, fucking, like, about support. It's weird because, like, he makes a buku amount of money, but he knows that ultimately, like, his business would be completely under if it wasn't for oh, yeah. that. And he's all like, he kn- he's been gone on record since last year. It's like, yeah, they're sorting the shit out of us. They're trying to bankrupt us. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's just kind of like, this is my middle finger. Like, fuck you, hedge funds. Like, yeah, this, no is, shit. this is what I'm going to do. And he literally, and he's like, I'm more of an ape guy. I don't like lizards. And I think he's like, I think it's kind of ironic. And the, <laughs> in the time of meme stocks, the first movie that come out to do would be God, Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> and I'm an ape guy. And I was just like, oh shit. I was like, Daddy, Daddy Aaron knows what's going on. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, it's a very interesting community. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen between with AMC, Cinemark, and Regal, because those are the big three. Um, you know, getting to like next year, because you know, because I know Warner Brothers already said they're just gonna drop everything this year on, on HBO Max. Yeah. Black Widow's going to be telling because they're going to do that. They're going to do that thing where they drop it on the streaming, but you got to like pay the 30, 30 bucks, bucks to be yeah, able to yeah. watch it, which everyone's bitching about. And I'm like, it's 30 bucks for a movie that you now have. Yeah. As My- opposed to going to the theater where you're going to spend around 100 bucks for everybody to get tickets and snacks and you get to watch it once. My thing is on that, too, is it's like all those movies. Like, I feel like I want to see those movies like for real. Oh, yeah. I want to see on the big screen itself. Yeah. I want to see Black Widow in a big fucking screen. But I also wanted to see Black Widow like 10 years ago. So, <laughs> I think, I, I think, because the movie means nothing. Yeah, because you know what happens at the end, unless it's, a, <laughs> unless it's like a fucking, the only thing I can think of, unless yeah. it's like a weird, like alternate universe. I, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. I'm a watch like, well, they just dropped them a, a, a trailer for Loki. Well, for, well, for Loki. Key, yeah. But yeah. also for, um, for Black Widow on like Thursday or Friday, and so like we know it takes place before I think pre Infinity War. It's either pre Infinity War or pre End Game. Like, obviously, it's not after End Game. That would be crazy. <laughs> this is my ghost. But, well, but with the, with Loki, Loki's dealing with the fact that there's like timelines fragmented because so I'm like shit could happen. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Because when does Black Widow come out? Uh, July, I think is when they're dropping. I think Loki. I wonder if Loki comes out before that. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. That's a good because if Loki finishes before that, that means they could go alternate universe. 
See what I'm saying? That's true. Loki drops. Does it have a release date yet? June 11th. Black Widow drops July 9th. Same weekend. No, June 11th, July 9th. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. June and July. Sorry. So Loki drops a month before Black Widow. Um, they couldn't. I don't know how many shows it's going to be. If it's eight. Well, like, I don't know because, because I mean, they have said that, that all the Disney stuff is, the Disney Plus stuff is going to play. Into the universe. Into the universe, which which we've seen. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen already, WandaVision and even the first three of, of Falcon Winter Soldier. I've only seen half of the first episode. Of Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, I kind of want to binge it. I, I will say, because I'm, I'm, I'm three into it now, so I've kind of already started, so I kind of have to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very MCU. Like, it feels like an MCU movie. movie. Yeah. That's what I felt like. I think WandaVision was just like... It was so different. Yeah, which is kind of, it was cool. It's like WandaVision was almost directed like Quentin Tarantino. That's what I felt like WandaVision was. You know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. It did kind of feel like, because it was, it was, it was a different genre every week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it, it had that, that Tarantino feel to it. But no, Winter, I mean, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, fucking George St. Pierre. Oh, I know. Is in the first episode. Like, I don't, that's as far as I know. I don't know if he's in yeah. anymore. So I'm like, wait, is that George St. Well, and they call him George, I think. Because well, he was in uh, Winter Soldier. Was he? In I the, don't the, remember him in Winter Soldier. At the very beginning, that first mission on the boat that they that Cap and Black Widow were on, uh-huh. the guy that he fights at the end of that, that's George St. Pierre. You're Pierre. right. It's the same character. You're fucking right. I forgot yeah. about that. How the fuck did he get in the MCU? I forgot he's an MCU. It's, it's something about because I think it was just the, the 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 coincidence of the character he's playing is this French Canadian fist fighter, and they were like, "Well, we know a guy," and he because they figured, "Well, fuck it, it's for two scenes." So doesn't like not like he has to. I act, feel like now yeah. it's gonna be like seven seven degrees of MCU. <laughs> like you take any any actor and and seven link him to an actor in the fucking MCU universe. Oh, of course, uh, especially because like now we've got Owen Wilson as I, I, like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like how how much are they paying everybody? Oh my god, because these these the shit cannot have a big budget. I mean, uh, well, Winter Soldier looks like it fucking does. From well, what I've seen, the first episode looks like is like legit like movie. Quality. I will say because it definitely feels really. I mean, it's the first episode. I was like, "This is a scene out of." You could have told me this is a scene out of Civil War, and I would have fucking believed you. Yeah. So, like the actual yeah. Civil War, not. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a musket. Um. Imagine like fucking. I'm gonna fucking shoot you again. <laughs> God damn it! I'm going back and watching watching uh, Star Trek Next Generation from the beginning right now, and uh, there's an episode where they like get thrown into some multi-dimensional shit and there's these aliens but they have musket musket guns but they shoot they have to still load them but they shoot lasers and and data's just kind of like i don't uh, what <laughs> this makes no sense this is dumb <laughs> um but yeah so uh, so loki's gonna be it's just six episodes um and it's five weeks separating it from black widow and if they do if they do what they I don't know. Sometimes with these shows, they'll drop like the first two on the same day. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. I doubt. It. Honestly, I doubt it. I kind of feel like Scarlett Johansson's moved on. She's trying to play every race in every movie. That's she true. Can. So, uh, I, <laughs> did you ever, you ever watch College Humor's videos? Long time ago. Um, I 
found one something one of them got one of the old ones got recommended to me and i was like fuck i forgot about college humor i went back they're still putting shit out apparently that's impressive yeah um, and it was still pretty funny and one one of them was a guy pretending to be scarlet who was scarlett johansson's agent and like and she he was like hey i got this one you're playing you're playing uh mary todd lincoln she's like i'll only do it if if it's a re- if it's a race reversal where abe lincoln and mary todd are both black and I have a Chinese baby. And it was like, she's like, because I'm an actor and I need to spread my wing. Because <laughs> she play? what did she play? She played Ghost in the Shell. She was in Ghost in the Shell. I, I never saw that. I never, I it, I know it was based on an anime. So, and I never watched the anime. So, I it was, I, I never, I didn't really give a shit. Um, but she did, well, she did that, which pissed a lot of people off. And then she was supposed to be, she got cast in this one movie where she was, she was supposed to play like a post-op. Uh, a male to female transgender uh-huh. and uh, everybody was like no and she ended up backing out of it because she caught a lot of shit for it but like I guess my thing is like can you really give an actor shit for they like hey we want you to play this role if they accept it because I mean she could have said no that's true but it's like but at the same time like my thing is on this for example mm-hmm. that could have been an Oscar yeah, like Good. straight up. Yeah, I mean, like it's true. Like, well, it didn't work for Eddie for Eddie Redmayne. That's true too. He did Danish Girl. He was great as great as he was, in the but he movie. was nominated. He was, but also you look at Jeffrey Tambor who who uh, won for Transparent. Yeah, and Louis Anderson who won a go- he won a, he won an Emmy for. Um, what was that? Baskets. That, baskets. Yeah, he won an Emmy for Baskets, and people were. Like, it wasn't that they were saying that they weren't good, but they were kind of like, yeah, but, you know, could have got a trans actor. I just want to know how many, are there a lot of trans actors? I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, I kind of, I kind of. Because, like, my thing is, like, the people, like, the trans actors, some people might be trans that don't want you to know they're trans. You know what I mean? Well, because you have, like, you know, then Ellen, now Elliot Page. Yeah. And that you have, so, you know, Laverne Cox. She's um, great. Laverne Cox is amazing. Yeah, so great. Um, although that 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 Rocky Horror thing she did sucked. I I never watched. I I, I love I love her though so much. She's uh, fantastic. She, can, she yeah. She can you can cast her as Batman and I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. That'd be fucking funny. I, I'm never. I was never a big Orange Is the New Black fan, but I mean she was. Her and Kate Mulgrew were the two best parts of that fucking yeah, show. Yeah, I, I agree. I wasn't a big. I tried to get into it, but they were the only ones that kind of made me want to watch it. Yeah, because I was like, this Cause, is because I hate the main. I hate what's her name, the blonde, who's the main character. Couldn't stand her. The story's stupid. With the her. story's dumb. Um, everything with Lauren Prep on. It's like we get to see Donna naked. Great, cool, awesome. That's the one of the better show. Yeah, <laughs> you know the people just loved it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, because it ran for like what, like eight seasons or something like that, something like that. But Laverne, I mean, yeah, Laverne, Co- I mean, that's what made her a fucking star. Was everybody was like, "Holy shit, she's amazing!" And talk about a career resurgence for Kate Mulgrew, who hadn't done anything since Star Trek Voyager. So that's true. And, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. And I didn't even recognize her when I saw her. I was like, I, can't, I couldn't place her. And then I was like, get the fuck out of here really she was really fucking good in it yeah like, she was she was great um i know Lori petty was in there at one point i don't know who that is um tank girl uh 
Fucking she, A, she, she was. She's in there at some point. Goddamn tank girl. Holy uh, shit, is that a reference? That's a thing. I hate, I hate how all it's again this is why i play movie trivia it's it's the talk about a movie that like pops up on basic cable or broadcast every once in a while and i'm kind of like i haven't seen this in a while does it still suck i feel like tango <laughs> girl should be a porn <laughs> it, it sounds like one yeah. and honestly at times watching it it looks, it looks like, like one. one yeah <laughs> fucking iced tea anyways you guys never seen tank girl watch tank it is an experience yes tank girl is one of those movies that's like so bad it's good mm-hmm um, fucking Ice T is the fucking kangaroo dude, and Na- very young Naomi Watts. Michael McDonald signed on for this shit, or Malcolm McDonald rather. Michael McDonald, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no mountain high that girl. <laughs> God damn, that would have made the fucking movie. Holy shit, that's also a one, riot. <laughs> that's also one of those movies that's very much from that era of 80s pulpy comic book movies like judge dread and oh fuck judge dread god yeah. that was wow. like the, i knew you'd say that such a bad movie. i am the lord <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite moment in that movie though it also, also fucking rob schneider's in it uh my favorite moment in that movie is oh yeah rob schneider yeah. i had to think about for yeah yeah is, uh, armand asante who plays his brother at one point he's like you betrayed the law and armand asante just goes <laughs> I, was, I was like i don't get it but i fucking love that moment <laughs> was it i like the uh the other one better Oh, the Carl Urban one? Yeah. Oh, that movie was fucking great. Fantastic, dude. It, uh, it fucking bombed at the box office. Did it really? It, did, it made like no, but everyone was like. Well, he's also, he was a no-name actor. He was time. a no-name actor. It was based on a movie that was like universally loathed. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was, it came out during that big like 3D, when the 3D hype was really going on. Because there's a lot of like, like the slow-mo scenes and shit, which I'm sure look great in 3D, but. Uh, see, you never see his face in that movie. No, you never do. Yeah, that probably also hurt it. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, but people are people were also pissed about Stallone's because in the comics you never see his face. That's true too. Because in the in the in Stallone's movie he never wears the fucking helmet. He wears it in like the opening scene, and that's it. Because it's Stallone, and you got to see all that. I guess <laughs> Stallone rhymes with alone. Um. Which he's going to be fucking King Shark in this new Suicide Squad movie. He's King Shark? He's King Shark. Oh, shit. Yeah. He plays King Shark. He plays King Shark. Now, <laughs> uh, now, doesn't that look like What's-His-Face directed it? It absolutely fucking does. Yeah. And I, lo- well, I love in the trailer from the horribly twisted mind of James Gunn. And I'm like, yeah. Holy shit. That looks exactly <laughs> like James Gunn directed that movie. If you have a vanity license plate, we will kill you. No, no, we won't. <laughs> If you cough without covering your mouth, no, we won't. But that is not an invitation for you to cough, cough without covering your mouth. <laughs> well, that dude, what's his face? I can't think of his name. Um, the actor? Yeah. I, Joel, he, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. yeah. So he was in one of my favorite shows. It was on, I don't, I watched it on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. It wasn't a Netflix original, but Netflix bought it and did like the last season. Uh-huh. It's called The Killing. Oh, I've heard of that. It's good. The first two seasons are great. The third season's like, eh. Okay, but like I loved him in that show, and I, I never watched Altered Carbon either. I I tried to watch Altered Carbon because I'm such a big Blade Runner fan, and everybody told me I would like it. And to me, it just kind of felt like that is my cat. What is your problem? Nothing. <laughs> um, it kind of just it, it, we, like kind of going off the conversation we had last week. It kind of felt like 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 network TV Blade Runner. 
yeah. which kind of watered down Blade Runner. Um, but I know he's supposed. I know he's in it. Um, everybody, anybody I know who doesn't like Blade Runner likes Altered Carbon. Gotcha. I so. I've never liked Blade Runner. I try to get in Blade Runner so many times. I love Blade Runner. I don't know why. Like it's a top like movie of all time. It's a, and I just can't like I don't know what it is. I have tried to watch it so many times. I was like I don't. Couple of guys, a couple of guys at work were asking me about about it over, over the weekend, and and the way I described it to them was it's. So part of the problem is when you watch it, it seems super cliche in terms of like sci-fi cliches, but that's because it was the film that kind of got a lot of those going. Yeah. That now they're cliches because of that movie. It's really. It's thinking man sci-fi. And I agree with that. Yeah. I also think it needs to be seen in a theater. Yeah, it does. And it also doesn't help that there's seven different versions of it. I did not know that. Yeah, because Ridley, it was a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. So, But there's one that's called The Final Cut, which is kind of like known as like the definitive, like that's the version you should watch. Because like the theatrical version had this weird voiceover by... Harrison Ford kind of going off because it's a it's a you know a, a noir style film so he had that kind of the hard boiled detective narration you get and like the, the damsel showed up in my office but you could tell Harrison Ford didn't give a shit yeah um and just some weird scenes that kind of fit and so there's just like a, there's been a lot of re edits but the one that's called like the final cut is kind of the one that everybody says which I agree with is the one that's kind of the best version of it um and like most eighties movies it has it has Daryl Hannah in it. Cause she's in like, she's in like every fucking eighties movie, mm-hmm. but, and then the sequel is really good. The sequel is just really fucking long. That's with, uh, Ryan Gosling. I thought he should have gotten a fucking Oscar nomination for that. Really? Honestly, he was, he, Ryan Gosling's one of those actors. I tell people, I was like, that man can act with his eyes better than anybody. Yeah, you're right. He, you're really not like, I can't remember like a movie he's actually bad in. It took me a long time to come around on Ryan Gosling just because for the longest time he was like one of those other Hollywood pretty boys like in the realm of like a DiCaprio or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he kept making shit like The Notebook where I just wasn't my cup of tea. Although here's the thing about The Notebook. There was a time in my life every single time I watched The Notebook I got laid. Well, yeah, no shit. But even if I watch it like by myself that night, <laughs> I was getting, it was really weird. It was bizarre. I was like, if I, and then got laid. I don't know. Turns out it was the porno version, the note fuck. The uh, note fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I, I thought like, Blade Runner's not for everybody. I won't pull up his IMDb now. It's it's because I liked him in that uh, that first man movie from a couple years ago. Where he plays Neil Armstrong. I haven't seen that one. It's good. It's it's slow. Cause it's, and it's long, but it's, it's not like a lot of people didn't like it. Cause it wasn't like Apollo 13, which was like a, like it almost felt like an action movie. Cause it was really fast paced and had a lot of like heavy drama and explosions and stuff like that. It was, it was none of that. You actually very rarely see the spaceship from the outside. You mm-hmm. spend most of it actually just inside to kind of get that kind of more realistic experience of what it was like for them. Um, but again, going to like what I was saying with him acting with his eyes, because like Neil Armstrong was a very kind of just kind of cold, almost like not like emotionless, but just he wasn't very emotional. And so but he does a lot of there's a lot of moments in the movie where you can just see what he's thinking and feeling based on like what he's how he's moving his eyes. And he does that in Blade Runner 2049 because he's playing uh, an android. So you kind of have to see him processing. Oh, he's, he's an android. He's an android in the movie who works for the police. So yeah, it's I I now love Ryan Gosling. Although fuck La La Land, 
I like La La Land. I hated La La Land. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, nice Guys. I haven't seen but I heard it's great. Nice Guys is amazing. Nobody saw it. Uh, <laughs> big Short. He was good in The Big Short. Everybody was good in The Big Short. Uh, the Place Beyond the Pines. He was good in, but he wasn't in it for a long. No, he was not. The Ides of March. Haven't seen it. Great. Crazy Stupid Love. Just good. That's the one with Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Drive. Drive is fucking great. Drive is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I forgot he was in Remember the Titans. Yeah, Lars and the Real Girl. I love oh, that yeah. I forgot about that one. The Notebook, Murder by Numbers. I remember Murder by Numbers. Yeah. Um, Young Hercules. Uh, I remember that show. Other than that, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, there were talks about him being Batman at one point. No. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> I would never it was one of those. Years. It was one of those shortlist names being tossed around about the same time as Ben Affleck was. It was like him, Ben Affleck, and Army Hammer were the three names getting tossed around. Army. Ar- yeah. Can you imagine if Army Hammer was and what happened to his he was career? supposed to be. Yeah. There was, a, the, 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 there was supposed to be a George Miller Justice League movie back in like 2003, mm-hmm. and, he was, and Army Hammer had been cast as Batman. That would have blown up in their face. Yeah, in the absolutely f- fucking would. That's the reason it didn't get made. The script was shit. And then all this shit that he said uh, about Stanley and about uh, comic book movies and shit. What did he say? You well, know, first of all, he was he was like talking shit about people when Stan Lee died. He was talking shit about people posting pictures with Stan Lee, saying like they were like fake fans using a dead man to like get notoriety online. I'm like, they're fucking celebrating like the life the of life of a great I, man. Stan Lee changed a lot of actors' lives. Stanley changed entertainment. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Stanley basically did more than what Star Wars did. Oh, there, I, I you could to, say that I'm trying to think about the timelines here of, of which came first Star Wars or Marvel, but, but even from a movie perspective, yeah. oh, Stan yeah. Lee changed like the, his ideas changed the game of movies. Cause what, how many movies was it for infinity? Infinity War. Oh, infinity War? Yeah. 20 something movies like yeah. to make 20 oh, something movies years? relevant yeah and to show up at so literally an end game one of them. If there was an <laughs> end game after 20 like literally yeah and well i mean with the creation of spider-man or fantastic four was the first one he did yeah like what if there was just a family of superheroes and and then he created spider-man and then the idea of the using characters like the x-men to tackle you know, to tackle like the the race the race issues that were slash still going on. Yeah, um, that's why I love it when people get pissed off about politic social issues and comic book shit. I'm like, y'all ever read X Men? Yeah, that's but that is there's, there's a reason that you know because because Magneto was Malcolm X, Professor X is uh, is is Martin Luther King. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but he, I will say, Army Hammer wasn't taking a shot at Stan Lee. He was taking a shot at, at the people that trying to people. So no, Bill Mars the one took a shot at Stan Lee. What did um, Bill Mars say? Oh, you don't know about that? No. When Bill Mar when Stan Lee died, I wish Bill Mar had died. Um, I fucking hate Bill Mar. Before this, um, he's a great interviewer though. Um, he basically, as part of his opening monologue on Real Time. Just shit on Stan Lee about what? For because because he kept calling, he kept saying he's the guy who made comic books real. We're all sad because the guy that made Spider Man died. Great, cool. We have a guy whose whole career is that now adults think comic books are cool. I'm like, go fuck yourself. And everybody gave him shit. And then on his next episode, he fucking doubled down. 
Like two monologues in a row, just shit. And this was the week he fucking died. And it's like, fuck you, dude. You know, he's made his entire career off shitting on things that you're not supposed to sh- like. Yeah. That's. But this one, this one, I think just it just pushed people too far. I, well, I, like, I kind of cried when Stan Lee died. I because, fucking did. Because I was like, holy shit! Like that's like part of my childhood. And then, and then, God, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck, Kevin Smith for making me cry because him and him and Stan Lee were. I mean, he tight. They like, were tight. I mean, he was like a second father to Kevin Smith. Um, one of my favorite Kevin Smith stories is he's talking about how they were doing like some some writing event or something at, at his house and Stan Lee was going to be a surprise guest and Stan Lee got the days mixed up and uh-huh. he showed up a, a day early uh-huh. and he's like, and I was in bed having sex with my wife and all of a sudden my, my intercom doorbell rings and I stop and I'm like, hello. And he's like, he's like, Kevin, Stan, I'm here for the thing. He's like, Stan, that's tomorrow night. He's like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. He's like, yeah, listen, Stan, I got to let you go. I'm kind of in my wife right now. And Stan Lee was like, go get him, Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah, that was the one I think, like, everyone, because it was always a a thing with Bill Maher, like, oh, what's he going to fucking talk about? But this was, was like, somebody that was, like, universally loved. Uh, There's nobody that fucking hated Stan Lee. Like, he was, it it was kind of like, when you know, like w- when I went and watched the uh, the, the uh, Mister Rogers documentary, like you always kind of hope that like nothing is ever going to come out that he was like doing some seedy shit, or whatever behind the scenes, like Mister Rogers. And to this at this point, that man is you can't touch that man. No. And you kind of and Stan Lee was kind of the same way. Like he was married to his wife for like seventy fucking years, and you know, and was just so so in love with her, and and just everything that he did. Um in his comics for, you know, touching on real life issues. And up to the day he died, he would always comment about stuff like that. Oh my God, Rosie. (laughs) Um, That's why I shut you in the other room when I do this usually. So it was one of those, like it was just Stanley was one of those guys. who was like, don't, don't fucking talk about Stanley. I don't, there's no reason to bash the man. I can't, I think maybe he just, you know, didn't draw a line correctly at the one of the original episodes. I don't. I, I don't. But then to also double down the next week. Yeah, yeah. that's just Bill Maher being a fucking cunt. Yeah, which is what he's fucking famous. All right, folks, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Basement Lounge. If you want to follow us online, you can follow Mike Wells on Twitter and Instagram at Mike WTF Wells, and you can follow me, Mike Shea, at Mister Mike Shea on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can also follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at TBL underscore Pod. And uh, we got a brand new website under construction for you guys with uh, some cool new stuff coming down the line as well. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll catch you guys again next week with another episode. And until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.